Welcome to the More Attention, Less Deficit podcast. This is episode 90. Does treatment give you greater free will? Because ADHD interferes with your ability to follow through on intentions, it limits your free will. Treating your ADHD gives you more options and better enables you to do what you intend to do. The book, More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD, is available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else, including on the Kindle. But if you enter coupon code 19380, my zip code, at addwarehouse.com, you'll save 25%. I'm psychologist Dr. R.A. Tuckman, author of More Attention, Less Deficit, and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD, a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians. For more information about either book, archives of this podcast, links to past presentations, handouts, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, check out adultadhdbook.com. I received an email a year ago from a philosopher who was interested in free will and the conditions or situations that affect our ability to have free will. His focus was on addictions and how they diminish people's free will. He heard an interview about ADHD that I did on a psychology podcast and emailed me to ask me my thoughts on ADHD and free will. After mulling it over for, you know, the last year, uh, I think there's actually some interesting implications and useful ones, too. Um, And as prior listeners know, interesting can be fun, but I like things to be useful. Now, I occasionally hear people say that they don't want to treat their ADHD because they're worried that they'll lose their personality or that it will change who they are. Now, okay, this is mostly teenagers, but, you know, some adults too. I can understand not wanting to be different or not wanting to lose themselves. I mean, this is definitely not the goal of treatment. The goal of treatment really is to allow people to be themselves, but just a little bit better. Or to put it another way, within the context of this podcast, to have greater free will. So what do I mean by that? In order to have free will, we have to be able to make conscious decisions about things. This means take a second or two to consider our options and then choose the best one for us. When someone reacts impulsively or too quickly, they're less able to weigh their alternatives and make a fully thought through conscious choice. Same for when someone gets distracted and forgets to do something. There's no decision being made in that case because they've moved on to something else already. So there's no opportunity then to fully exercise their free will. So when you put it all together, ADHD makes it harder to exercise your free will, at least during the times that you're distracted or impulsive. Now, not that anyone has, you know, total free will where they only make fully considered decisions. I mean, nobody's that good. But, you know, and we certainly all have our moments and certainly the distracting, tempting, messy world that we live in makes it harder for all of us to make those well thought through decisions. But people with ADHD have these moments, you know, more often and they suffer for it. Um, If they're not suffering from it, it's not ADHD. It's just sort of like a personality quirk or something. So when people tell me that they don't want to do anything about their ADHD because they don't want it to change who they are, I always wonder a little bit. Now, by analogy, I have this long-term kind of nagging running injury that's given me 10 years of headaches. Well, it's actually foot, foot aches, but 
you know, and that is a part of who I am, at least it's been for the last 10 years. But you know what, I've been working really hard to change it. And you know, one of these days, I might actually be successful. You know, so in that case, it's a part of who I am, but it doesn't have to be who I am. Or another analogy, I have bad eyes and wear contact lenses. I don't complain about my contact lenses changing who I am. But that's the difference between physical stuff and mental stuff. When it's mental, we tend to be more resistant to change. Or we assume that people make choices about mental processes. This is that old myth that people with ADHD just need to try harder or, you know, choose to better manage themselves. You know, as if anyone would choose to struggle more if they had the choice to struggle less. I sometimes say that ADHD is a disorder of actualizing good intentions, that it makes it more difficult to consistently do what you intend to do. I also say that treating your ADHD will close the gap between your intentions and actions. Another way of putting this is that it gives you greater free will because it better enables you to do what you intend to do without getting pulled off onto activities that you didn't really intend to do. When it comes to treatment, obviously one example is medication. It helps quiet the chatter inside your head, makes it easier to pay attention to the right things, helps you remember more reliably, and makes it easier to start and finish your obligations. Similarly, CogMed working memory training can also improve your attention and give you better control over other mental processes, as well as over what you do. Using ADHD-friendly strategies also gives you greater free will, whether you learn those strategies from, you know, like a podcast, book, article, coach, or a therapist, support group, whatever, wherever you get these good ideas from. So, for example, organizing your stuff a bit better makes it less likely that you'll be distracted by extraneous items and more likely that you'll focus on what you should. Or setting an alarm makes it more likely that you'll notice that it's time to leave and therefore get to your meeting on time. All these strategies help you minimize the effect that your ADHD has on doing what you want to do so that you have more power to follow your intentions. Just as your ADHD limits your free will, so too does anxiety and depression, two things that unfortunately tend to come along for the ride a little too often with ADHD. When we feel overly anxious, we're less likely to take reasonable risks or pursue opportunities. When we feel depressed, even small things can feel like a big deal. So we may not do everything that we should and, you know, otherwise could. In both cases, we don't enjoy what we're doing, nor feel as connected to the people around us. Therefore, working on your anxiety and depression with a therapist will better enable you to connect to your experiences and make the most of your opportunities. Speaking of an interesting opportunity, I'll be doing the keynote as well as a breakout session for the Minnesota Learning Disabilities Association and Twin Cities CHAD conference on Saturday, April 16th in lovely, hopefully sunny Minneapolis. It'll be a full day affair with like two dozen presentations, so lots of good stuff going on there. You can get more information at ldaminnesota.org and clicking on Spring Conference or by going to the cool events page at adultadhdbook.com. 
Another announcement, Melissa Orlov, Ned Hallowell, Susan Hallowell, and Kevin Murphy will be doing a series of teleclasses for therapists on doing couples therapy when one person has ADHD. Awesome. It's about time someone actually did this. You can get more information and the link on the cool events page at adultadhdbook.com. Until next time, thanks for lending me your attention.